Thank you for joining us for the VPM.com podcast, Process Automation, Myth or Reality. Today, we're joined by Paul Stone, who is a founding member of Flowforma. Paul has 27 years of experience in software development, and today is Flowforma's go-to expert for leveraging process automation, as well as sits on the Innovation Council, where he helps lead innovation and the product roadmap for Flowforma. Paul, thanks for joining us. It's great to be here, Nathaniel. Thanks for having me. The first point, there is a still persistent myth that you can't do complex process automation with no code or low code tools. And there's a kernel, like most myths of reality there. What we saw in the original flood of tools is a focus really on simplistic workflows, basic forms routing, no real ability to define any kind of of business logic. What we're seeing today in the market is the emergence of tools like Flowforma, which are able to deliver the same level of process complexity and nuance in process flow that we would expect of what we used to call the the, the stack or or the heavy framework process automation tools, but delivered with a design metaphor that, that lends itself to to low code or, or no code. Paul, what's your thoughts on on this myth? And when, when you encounter this with, with customers where they assume that you can't do complex process automation with a no code tool like, like Flowforma? Absolutely. Um, often the conversation with our customers starts off with uh, something simple, something basic, um, but then they're often very surprised at what can be achieved with in a low code environment. And I think the big uh, difference is that the tools these days are built specifically to build processes in uh, with with no code. So they're they're actually over time they've been refined and designed to specifically deliver results uh, in a no code environment. And they've certainly evolved a lot uh, over the past ten years and even in the past few uh, three years or so. So uh, the market's really matured in this area. You can get a lot more out of the tools than you used to be able to do. Part of what continues to further that myth and and confusion around the market is differentiating between low-code and no-code tools that have arrived fairly recently, but really still are focused on fairly simplistic flows, tools such as Microsoft Flow or uh, Power Apps. And I I know that that from the standpoint of a a, a vendor such as as Flowforma, there's probably some challenge in in providing uh, differentiation there with, with customers, given that these tools are you know, largely marketing themselves in the same way. Yes, uh, it certainly first appears to be a very crowded market with so many productivity products out there. And they're all focused on making it easier you know, to carry out digital transformation in your business. But when you take a closer look at many of the tools, they're targeted at specific domains. So most tools are focused you know, on making it easier for information technology professionals to create new applications to solve simple business problems. Um, but they still require a system developer's mindset to build an application that has any real value to the business. So you still require the IT department or your IT partner to be involved when you're building out the solution. And that's a big bottleneck on the road to success. And it's got a lot of risk along the way. And Flowform, on the other hand, like was designed from day one as a tool for business developers to give them the opportunity to build their own solutions without a dependency on IT. And that really differentiates us in the market. Before we launched Flowforma back in like 2013, we looked at where business users saw the value in solutions and decided to focus you know, on business process as the backbone to drive value. 
Um, but business process on its own is not enough. You then have to manage data and communications, including documents and so on, if you're going to build a system that delivers measurable value. And that's what we do with Fluffforma. It's one tool that covers everything you need to do in a process to achieve your business goals. And that's also something that's different to, to many tools out there. Really, you just have one interface, you have one tool. It's designed for business people. This really allows you to apply it in a different way within your organization. Does that mean it's a direct competitor tools like um, Microsoft's Power Platform, for example? Well, we'd say no. You know, different tools for different jobs. If you want to drive digital trans transformation through business processes and using your business resources, then Fulforma will be a perfect fit. One aspect of that you raised, Paul, is, is the notion of being able to address multiple stakeholders, and particularly the key stakeholders defined by the, the IT enterprise and those defined by, by the business enterprise, and to be able to augment tools that you might find already in, in the domain, which is as Microsoft Flow. That puts a burden on demonstrating the, the value delta, really being able to, to demonstrate positive ROI. I think that's something which has clouded the space is, is that you, the, the thought that you can't deliver a positive ROI with with, uh, with low code. Yeah, sure. Like like back in the old days, um, BPM like required a large investment in skills to get up and running, and then you needed to engage with process consultants and IT delivery resources to get systems into production. Um, in fact, it was so much effort that it was hard to, whatever the ROI at the end of the day, it was always hard to justify that initial big investment. Like the former approach is very different. The training cycle is as little as a day to get a business person ready to build the first production ready process. And then once your process is in production, the system is automatically capturing performance statistics and an audit trail. So it's very easy to see how your processes are performing and where the bottlenecks are. And with all of that detailed data, you can start to refine the process and improve performance. So you're getting up and running very quickly with Flowforma. Um, and also, it's sold under a flexible self-service agreement, so you can start really small with a low investment, prove its value, and then grow as you need to. Um, and I think that's a real difference to how BPM used to be approached, where there was a big investment up front. It was a big decision. But for Forma, it's a small decision, and it's easy to get going because you're using those business resources. Um, so that's really, in terms of proving ROI, that's our approach to it. Um, and it certainly works very successfully with our clients. That, that's another great point, Paul, and that, that notion that it has to be big bang, that in, instead you can start off and prove value and, and build it out incrementally. And that really shifts the focus from it being just about the technology to really about technology, which enables stakeholders and, and key people that ultimately key projects that you're going to be automating require key people to, to, to be successful. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, based on experience with our customers, um, because back in the old days, you know, the key people were the, the, the guys with the budgets, the guys with the big budgets that were going to make those decisions to make that big investment. And that's not quite the way um, Flowforma works. It's almost a bottom-up approach. Like you need someone at the outset to be the champion of the concept of business users building their own solutions. So you need a person who is who believes in that as a way forward, as a strategy going forward. Um, and then the people in these roles are typically people who have been in the business for a while, have a good understanding of the business or their own business unit, and have a strong internal network. Because essentially these people will be selling the idea internally. They start by building process solutions themselves. Remember that small scale start, um, demonstrating the results to their colleagues and so on, and then helping new users initially, giving them moral support and so on. 
while in the longer term, the business can set up a center of excellence to support a wider, wider adoption. But it's that champion at the outset who gets the ball rolling. More than anyone else, this is the key person you need to be there right from the very start. You hit on some really key points there. The, the, the value of the champion, the need to really create sustainment through a, a center of excellence. But to get to that point, that critical challenge of adoption, and that has been really the biggest challenge in process automation and digital transformation, what do you do to facilitate adoption? Yeah, like I'd agree, adoption is certainly the key challenge. No matter how easy it is to build a system, if it's not adopted, you're not going to get the returns. So we've seen this in a number of industries, um, particularly in those that are moving away from paper-driven processes to fully digital processes. And so take for construction, for example. Um, this industry overall is lagging behind the curve in digital transformation, with many large complex construction projects still heavily dependent on paper. When, when Flowforma was implemented in one such project, they focused first on pain points. So problems that they knew if we could find a solution, there was going to be general enthusiasm, enthusiasm for that solution. So um, they were generally regarded as poorly executed and the constant bugbear for management and so on, where the case really was very clear for digitization. In this case, like they chose one and they had the production-ready digital process built in two weeks. However, the digital skills of the business users were low, but they were able to engage those business users in trials, keep them engaged, refine the solution quickly, show results quickly, and maintain the momentum. And within three months, the solution was in use, generating significant returns. Now, this was heralded as, a, heralded as a great success because it had never been done before in the industry at such a scale. And it went on to win an industry award and so on. So it was really a big success. But I guess the key to that success was having that ability to get uh, a draft, if you like, of the system in the hands of the business users. Get those business users come back to you, say, oh, hey, no, this isn't going to work. And then fix it quickly and get, it, get the fix out quickly. Keep the momentum going. That brings up one of the last points I wanted to discuss which is we're seeing on the, on the topic of adoption and, and where organizations are, are going with, with their investments, there's a, a pretty heavy focus today on moving towards Office 365, really dominated a lot of enterprise uh, IT uh, initiatives and, and transitions, where you can provide leverage point to make that environment more successful, more agile, you know, to, to get greater value around that. I, I think it's, it's a real key value driver for, for, for any vendor, but I, I think that, that there's a particular uh, opportunity or, or leverage point for, for Flowforma. Can you talk about how do you help organizations maximize investments in Office 365? Yeah, um, we fully integrate with the Office 365 platform, and we see it as a great productivity platform, and we love the fact that it's cloud-enabled and so on. And we actually use Office 365 to um, store information. So as you um, progress through a workflow, all that workflow detail is, is stored in your Office 365 environment. And so we see Office 365 as a great opportunity. And we do see a little bit of a gap there in, in what Office 365 does because it doesn't quite cover off um, business processes um, and yet business processes is so critical to the actual successful implementation and the uh, demonstrable returns of a productivity system like Office 365. So mm -hmm. implementing a process management system um, shows, if you like, that the so it shows real, very 
clear benefits um, that can be associated with the implementation of productivity system like Office 365. So yeah, we see um, Office 365 as something that's uh, very widespread, being very widely adopted. Um, Microsoft are doing a fantastic job at keeping that system current, keeping it up to date with new features and so on. Uh, but I guess for most companies, it's, it's sometimes difficult to turn around after implementing Office 365 and say, okay, hey, what do we get out of that? Um, but using Flowforma to um, enhance that with business process management gives a, a really nice kind of clear figure that says, okay, you know, this has generated so much benefit. Um, and here's the number that's, that's actually a result of that. It's a, it's a great kind of complement to the Office 365 environment. Well, that's a terrific point to end on. Paul, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Nathaniel. Hope to speak to you again soon.